0: El Chuqueño presents Almost Live from Big D's Party Palace featuring Fernie G. ben and my name is Rich Wright. Hello America! Hey, we're here, uh... El Chiquenna presents Almost Live. We're here in Big D's Party Palace with uh, Fernie G. Howdy. Ben Ami. What's up? And my name is Rich Wright. So we're here today, and today, today class, we're going to talk about science. You guys remember science. Uh, there's a They're bringing back uh, extinct animals. Dead animals. The latest is the Dodo. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the company that's uh, heading this up is called Colossal Biosciences. I'm pretty sure their office building is a, a glass pyramid in Antarctica. We don't need to get into that. <laughs> but, um, you know, kind of a cool idea. It's called de-extinction is, is the process. And, yeah, bringing things back from, from the beyond. Kind of cool. Although, if you look at a dodo bird, you know, I don't know if I'd want to tangle with that. Do we know how big they were? Like, they were like three a, feet? They had like a 40-foot wingspan. A 40-foot wingspan. 40 they were foot. as big as a
0: the house. They were as big as a house, yeah. So, wow. you know. Nah, they weren't we that big. <laughs> they weren't that big. They were, uh, <laughs> like turkey size, right? Turkey.
1: Yeah. I think. <laughs> That's cool. But a bigger beak. Bigger beak, yeah. Bigger beak. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so the company was founded in 2021 by Ben Lamb and uh, Harvard Gen- Harvard University geneticist George Church.
0: This, this raises some interesting ethical questions. Practical questions, too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, did you ever see that movie Frankenstein? You know, maybe we're tinkering something we shouldn't be tinkering with, you know? Um... Probably, that What's they went it? they went extinct for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: right,
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. What about, what about okay? What about, oh sorry, what were no, you going to no. say for me?
2: What why uh, why bring them back? I mean,
1: Thanksgiving. What's point? Thanksgiving, <laughs> <laughs> another an, an option. <laughs> right. Like, didn't have they seen Jurassic Park? You know. Right, 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 right,
2: <laughs> right.
0: That. That didn't end well because it never ended. I think they're coming out with a new one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris Pratt needs more more <laughs> movies to,
1: to come out with. Uh, uh. Uh-uh. How about what if we brought back species that humans are responsible for their extinction? What if oh, we I bring think, those I back, I think we
0: killed the dodos and carrier I don't think pigeons. Do-do. We no, the, the dodo. Oh, How, did why? It? Why did the
1: dodo go extinct? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I I was an advertising major.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Let yeah, me yeah, find yeah. out. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, maybe it was a uh, social pressure, you know, maybe. Right. Like Dodo. The Dodo bird.
1: <laughs> I'm going to cut all this dead air out. Nah, no, leave it in, bro. It's more authentic that way.
0: <laughs> okay, let me ask you another question.
1: Um. Okay, I have the answer really quick. Nope. Uh Dodo went extinct in 1662.
0: Oh, yeah. Is that was really a, a good year. That was a good year, 1662. Yeah, but why? why? Um, you know, let me dig in. <laughs> now, here's what I'm wondering, though: if they can bring back a woolly mammoth and a dodo and a Tasmanian tiger, all of those, all those extinct animals, they're talking about bringing back. If they can do that, can they bring me back? Huh? Can they bring us back? Really? <laughs> I only care about B. Can yeah. they bring me back? <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, you know. I don't know. Probably. I don't, I don't know, know, right? I mean, they well, did the whole genome. They did the whole genome for that dodo. That somebody, some girl had uh, like a weekend to spare or something. She uncoded the dodo genome. Go figure. And that's what they're using to bring the dodo back. And that's what they're talking about for all of those Mm -hmm. animals, you know? And I guess uh, what you have to do is you have to take that DNA and splice it into something already alive. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, what? You know? You're making Frankensteins. Mm hmm.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think for you, though, it would be cloning. Or you want to start, you want to be re. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know where do you want to... Well, but then your consciousness really, would be different because you'd be, have really, a different uh, brain. Uh,
0: but I'm not a scientist, so I don't know. A different brain. Life's good, you know, but... <clears throat> what's next? You know. So, yeah. Who knows? So, yeah. yeah. You don't have to clone me. Unless you want to, you know. <laughs> I'd really be flattered. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, what other let me uh let's
0: see. Oh, here's one I got here. In in an an Alabama lab is spawning alligator catfish hybrids. Huh? I mean that's someplace we definitely should not go, right? I mean start Damn, an spawning I mean, catfish? Yeah. Isn't that like the Isle of Dr. Moreau? Isn't that that the island of Dr. Moreau? Isn't that what that's like? Well... You remember that movie? Yes. He who breaks the law goes back to the house of pain. (laughs) That was like Richard Widmark or something.
2: Name brand star in that movie. So it's a hybrid between a fish and an alligator?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what they do is they're just throwing a little alligator into the catfish so the catfish are sturdier. Turns mm. out people eat a lot of catfish in America. Did you know that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Is there a good place in El Paso to get catfish?
2: Mm. You know, there ought to be, right? There was, but it's long gone. It's called the Catfish Basket in Northeast, but it's gone now. Oh damn. And it was good.
0: Yeah, there, there's that other fish and chips place out yes. there. Yes. A Korean lady owns the, it. the tugboat. It looks like it's tugboat. still. It. It's yeah. very good
2: there. Yeah. That's, I couldn't. Oh, tugboat. yeah. That, that was Plan B. Yeah. Everything's good there.
1: Right on. Crab station.
0: Uh-huh. Crab
2: station. Well, are you googling this up, Ben?
0: I am. <laughs> <laughs> you just Cra- well, you need to be a little quicker crab. on it then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy, crab, crazy isn't that, crab, isn't that? Isn't that from Squ- uh, SpongeBob SquarePants? The crazy crab. No. Crab. Not a crusty crab. Ah, the crusty crab. What is the crusty crab? Yeah, you say tomato. <laughs> <sighs> hey, well, let's uh take a break here. I'd like to thank our sponsors uh, today: black coffee, black coffee, if you know what's good for you. Uh, Twinkies, golden sponge cake with a uh, cream filling, and water. Water. It's what you are. Well, we're going to come back in a minute. Thanks for stopping by, and uh, hasta la vista.
2: Hey, uh,
0: Judy, Judy, we're back. Can you, could you turn the jukebox down again? I mean, I like a good time as much as anybody, you know, but, yeah, yeah, please, thank you. Thank you. Okay, that's better. Thank you, Judy, right? Judy, right? You changed your hair. Yeah. Hey, um, last episode we were talking a little bit about uh, Batopilas. Chihuahua down there in the bottom of the Copper Canyon. Right? Gorgeous territory. Beautiful. You know, I don't remember the last time I was here. It's probably been... 12 years maybe I think
2: no 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 it's been much more More than than that that. much
0: more than that it's been but the first time I went to Batopilas that time I was telling you about last week uh, Batopilas didn't even have a telephone you know and uh, they had a like a little wire strung by the side of the road the whole way you know and it was Batopilas' connection to the world, or there was a guy who uh, lived up there behind the jail that uh, had a ham radio, you know. So, uh, uh, yeah, it was primitive. Batopilas was, though. You probably know this, Fernie G. Uh, the first town in Mexico to have electricity.
2: Yeah. Did you know that? I did. Yeah, sure did.
0: Yeah, they had that big silver smelter there, and the guy was getting crazy rich making silver. So he brought in a a little uh, hydroelectric generators, a couple of hydroelectric generators. And when I was first going there to Batopilas in the mid-'80s, they weren't working. They were clogged with silt and everything like Mm -hmm. that. But after I'd been there, you know fourth or fifth, sixth or seventh time I'd been there, they got the generators up and working. And uh, it was pretty cool, you know, hydroelectric generator down there in the bottom of the Copper Canyon. And uh, before that, they had a diesel generator. Mm -hmm. They would run all the lights of the diesel generator till like 9 o'clock or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then they would uh, let you know that they were turning the lights out by uh, blinking them, you know, they said, okay, you got like 10 minutes, which means, okay, light your kerosene lantern, mm-hmm. you know? Because.
2: That's part of their culture down there. I mean, a lot of the pueblos, they shut down at sunset. Right, right, right. right. The town's gone and get going in the morning. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. and everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows, if you, mm-hmm. everybody
0: knows if you get in Bonnie's truck, you're going to do a drug deal, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh,. Everybody knows everything. There's no secrets in a town like that. In a lot of Mexico, it's like that too, though. Mm -hmm. But you know what's weird about Mexico is that uh, everybody lives in their bubble. And I guess that's true with the United States, too. We all live in our bubble, you know. But everybody Mm -hmm. in Mexico, they're all in with their clica, you know. Of course. And their uh, social peers, you know. Mm -hmm. And a little
2: security circle. Right, 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 yeah. right. Who, who do you trust
0: well, yeah, but yeah, but not even that, who do you trust, but some of those there are so many different Mexicos because of that, you know, everybody has their own individual Mexico, so mm-hmm. everybody's experience, what everybody knows about Mexico is uh different, you know, mm-hmm. and I think uh because the United States is more homogenized than, uh, Mexico and, you know, culturally homogenized, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. we've got 154 channels and nothing's on. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, there's, uh, in Mexico, It has a lot of different faces. Juarez has a lot of different faces. Mm -hmm. What? I mean, there's a lot of different cultures there. And the sad part is that uh, the poorest people have hardly any interaction with government at all. You know, maybe they go to the Seguro Social hospital there. And uh, otherwise, their only interactions with government there's uh when the uh, police truck
2: drives down the street you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah mexico is largely rural it's like a gigantic new mexico
0: yeah you know i've uh,
2: there's only mm-hmm. what oh between here and chihuahua i mean there's, okay you got chihuahua and then what are the other major cities in mexico there's like five well, and the rest is all rural chihuahua it's, Ciudad
0: Juarez like El Paso is like far from everything you know if you want to get mm-hmm. to the next big town it's, it's uh, Ciudad Chihuahua Chihuahua City down there and it's uh, more than four hours you know yeah. on Casas, those nice super highways they Casas got it in Casas Grandes too Casas Grandes yeah well you know Casas Grandes is... Uh, Villa Humana is the big city for us. Yeah.
2: No, not right. really. <laughs> no, no. But it's, it's another little... It's just right. dotted with these little cities, man. It's, right. It's,
0: There's all those cool towns over there. Yeah, they are Esencion, cool. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of those towns were originally the frontier in the... Uh, they were like a, a, a line mm-hmm. of defense against the Apaches. Up wow. until 1885, there you had those little towns there, Ascension and, and uh, Casas Grandes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, That's interesting. There are some other ones there. Uh, Namachique. Mm-hmm. Who's that one? Gusarare. Uh, oh. They were all those towns there, and they were the frontier out there, and those guys were out there uh, fighting the Apaches. And then, uh, after the Apaches were subdued in 1885, uh, the governor at that time, Luis Terrazas, and his uh, son-in-law, Enrique Creel, who, from whom Creel, Creel took its name, he was the Hence. big he was the big guy behind the. Che Alpe, the rail train from
2: mm-hmm.
0: from uh, Chihuahua city
2: to both uh, Topolobampo or something, right? Mm-hmm. And Creel, just for our listeners, our audience, it's a city that sits at the edge of the Copper Canyon, at the top. Right. And then at right. the bottom oh, is cool. Yeah, it's, cool. it's, it is cool.
0: No, I got a I got a video in my YouTube feed the other day that says this is the most pueblo magico i think it was in spanish in all of mexico pueblos magicos are like uh mexico's version of the unesco sites you know mm-hmm. so and they said it was creel they said creel was the most uh beautiful town well, you know
2: pretty amazing well, times have changed i guess well the geography hasn't changed it's the people but it, it is Beautiful, I remember beautiful out there,
0: man. And you know, I'm an old man. You kids get off my yard! But I remember when uh, Creole uh, was dirt roads, man. I mean, nothing but dirt roads, you know. Mm. Margaritas. I guess margaritas. Margarita is still there. Mar- I saw. I saw uh, a drone shot in this video, and it showed uh, margaritas with solar panels on the roof. Interesting. She's the richest woman in the whole Sierra Tarumara.
2: Margarita. Yep. Good to Well, well thank you. Yeah.
0: So anyhow, after I'd been to the to Botopilas, like the seventh time, they got electricity. When they got electricity, that means they could have TVs. So I go in there at one time and uh
2: had they turned it on yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had electricity. And uh,
0: they got one of those little puestecitas, right, where they're selling cokes, right? And the guy had a black and white TV set on behind of it. Jesus. And there were all these uh, Raramuris, Tarumara kids. Fascinated. Yeah, standing up there, standing up there. And you know what they were showing? A Madonna. Video. <laughs> the, the, how about probably, that? Right. How about that? Complete. <laughs> probably thought culture, she was a god or something. Culture rending, man. You know. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, when yeah. worlds collide.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, that was probably a imagine, seminal moment there. Had you been a rarumari and seen Madonna? Right. 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 God. Right. huh
0: it could only happen once, right? Yeah. I'm not. After even... that, after that, your complete life would be changed. Well, yeah. So, uh, i probably got more Botel pila stories, but maybe we'll save them for another episode, because, uh, I don't know. Maybe we won't. But, uh, let's check back in in a minute, you know. Thank you. Thanks for still being there, or thanks for coming back, or thanks for your everlasting love, or thanks for your overnight stand. I appreciate all of it. Uh, right now, Fernie G and I were talking about. I said, "Hey, Fernie," like I'm gonna do right now. Hey, Fernie. What's that story, bro? What's that? Don't you have that one story when people say, oh, tell me a story, you go to that one story?
2: Well, do you have that? I, I do. It's, it's actually your story about that time you were at the treetop. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling
0: my story?
2: No, I'm going to let you Man. tell it. Man!
0: <laughs> back in the day. So, back in the day, back in the day. It was Wednesday night at the treetop over there off the airways. And, uh, you know, it's actually Airway Boulevard. It's not airways.
2: Just one uh, airways.
0: Does anybody ever say airway? I've
2: never heard it. Airways. It's airways.
0: We call it airways. Whack. So, uh... <laughs> we were there, over there at, at the, uh, Treetop, and it was Wednesday, and Wednesday happened to be man's night back there, and it was two for one, and I was drinking Tangra and tonics at that time in my life, and, uh... I was a regular customer. I was in there four days a week. It was it was my neighborhood bar practically, you know. Uh, I could uh, stagger home from the treetop if I had to. If <laughs> you could. <laughs> <laughs> if I if or if I could, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and uh, this was oh probably seventy five or seventy six. Nineteen seventy five or nineteen seventy six. And I was uh, 18 or 19, something like that. And uh, back then, the drinking age was 18. They made the uh, drinking age 18 because they were drafting all those 18-year-old kids and sending them off to Vietnam. And, yeah, uh, uh, had to. Uh, yeah, so they had to. Uh, I thought it wasn't fair to... You can get shot and killed, yeah. but you cannot drink, yeah, you know. So to, yeah, all over uh-huh. all over the country at that time the drinking age was 18. So I was you know, 18, 19, something like that. Uh, old enough to... A chavo, bro. Yeah. A chavo, man. I was a young man. And so we were there at the treetop on a Wednesday night in uh, 1976 or 77. muscle menos. And... Uh, all of a sudden there's some kind of altercation at the, the, in front of the stage you saw a guy walking really fast out of the place and, uh, walking out the door and, uh, Jack Duncan, the bass player for Mercy, Mm -hmm. he says, uh, stop that motherfucker. (laughs) And like, like, uh, they were Rock stars. Mercy, that band was rock stars, man. Yeah. You know. They killed it. And it was like uh well, I don't know. David Lee Roth, you know, or you know, the finger of God, something like that, you know? It was uh if the bass player from Mercy said it. He gets We done. love you, bro, we love you. Stop that motherfucker Okay so, instantly, uh... Everybody, uh...
2: Mother fornicator. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, my mom's gonna Hey, Mrs. G, I'm so
0: sorry. My mom's gonna come. Oh, no, yeah. Damn it. I bet you've probably heard that word before. <laughs> and, uh, uh... She, uh... I'm thinking about your mother, bro. Oh. <laughs> uh. So, anyhow, instantly the bar cleared out. Every guy in that bar went out into the parking lot chasing this guy. What did he do?
2: He ran. What would you do, you know? No, he but. Of course he ran. Of course he ran, but why is everyone in hot pursuit of this dude?
0: Well, what I found out later had transpired was that some other guy had been sitting in on the drums for that song. And uh, this guy had punched the drummer Andre Bonaguidi in the nose. And then split the bar. And Jack Duncan, the bass player from Mercy, had said, Stop that, mother fornicator. Yeah, stop your mother's friend, whatever, you know. <laughs> right, right, and uh, so, uh, bang, everybody went out, you
2: yeah, know, but you
0: know how it is, you, you know, you get, I don't know, 30, 40 guys out there, you know, some of them just walk out the door, you know, and say, you know, and some of them take it a little further, you know, they go to the edge of the parking lot, you know, some of them might even cross the street, and they say, uh, ah, but no, yeah, I saw him. I don't know. I don't know where he went. Yeah. Yeah. But me and my friend, Ron, Watt, Ron Watts, Ron Watts, uh, we were there. And uh, we got in, uh, I think it was a Le Mans, a white Le Mans with a blue Landau roof, yeah. probably. Seventy-two, maybe something like that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, just
2: coupe. like a, just Coop. like a, like a GTO, but coupe, yeah. coupe, right? You know, two door. So uh, um,
0: we were driving that, and uh, before that, he had a '65 Mustang. on it. Sweet. Yeah. Ron, rest in peace. I hope you get Spotify and and wherever you're at. <laughs> 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 And, uh, so anyhow, uh, we, uh, we got in the Le Mans. Mm-hmm. We were probably wearing cowboy boots, who knows, you know, but, yeah. We got in the Le Mans and we started driving out onto airway <laughs> <laughs> uh Down to, uh, you know, that was when, uh. It was a Holiday Inn down there, Teddy's Flame Room and all that, you know. Oh, yeah. We drove past all that and uh, went down to Gateway. We turned right on Gateway there, just kind of cruising, you know, like, you Mm -hmm. know. Headed to Bass. And, uh... uh, We come up to the railroad tracks there, you know, by uh, Robert E. Lee Drive, you know, where... um, What's Robert E. Lee? Track one. You know where track one is? Yes. Okay, that's Robert E. Lee Drive. Got it. So we came up right there to the train tracks right there. And uh, the guy's there. He's standing there leaning up with his back against the uh, railroad crossing sign. Against the post that holds up the railroad crossing sign. He was sitting there. And... uh, Me and Ron get out of the car and we stand behind the doors. And that, uh, what did I say it was? Railroad crossing?
2: No, uh, 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 Charlie. Charlie, yeah. You didn't mention Charlie yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that car. Oh, truck one? No, the, the car. Le, the
0: Le Mans? Oh, the Le Mans.
2: The Le, 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 Le Mans, oh.
0: yeah. I'm not sure it was a Le Mans now that I think about it. I think it was a Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, what is that? Charlie. What? It's a,
1: what kind of car is that?
2: It's a Chevy. It's a... 66. Uh, no. Lowrider. It was uh, named Charlie. Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo.
0: Is that what I said before? Yes. We're still driving the Monte
2: Carlo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah down there. Oh, down there cars. Well,
0: yeah, I said it was a Le Mans, right? I don't think it was a Le Mans. I think it was a Charlie. A Charlie. I learned that from some baggage handler down there in the... Uh, <laughs> Chihuahua bus station, the Metro bus station in Chihuahua, before they moved it to make room for that children's museum. yeah, the Charlie Monte Carlo. Uh... No, I think it was a Lomans. Yeah. Anyhow, we get out, and uh, <laughs> the uh, doors on that coupe—they're big doors. They're like you know, when three you co- feet. Three Mon- feet wide. You know? Monte
2: Carlos have big, long doors. Yeah, they had big, big, long doors. And uh,
0: I think I told you that the car was white, right? Yes. With a blue Landau roof. Yes. Right? Okay. So uh, we get out, and uh, I say to the guy, me and Ron are both standing behind our doors like cops, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I say to the guy, hey. Let's go back to the club. And the guy says, I don't want to go back to the club. And the guy was badass and me and bullshit. Okay, so earlier that day, Ron and I had uh, been out playing around with his... Uh, I think it was a BB gun. It could have been a pellet gun. No, it was a BB gun. It was a pistol. Okay. A BB gun. And it looked just like one of those nine-shot twenty twos, bro. I mean, it... It wasn't an especially menacing people pistol, but it looked like a real pistol. uh, Mm -hmm. So we had it with us, it was under the seat of the car. And when that guy started talking back to me, I said, I put it to use, I put that pistol to use. I took that pistol and I took it from behind the door where it was in my hand, and I took it and I moved it in front of the door of this white Le Mans mm-hmm. or Monte Carlo, I think it was a Le Mans, and uh, I moved in in front of it. So it was this big black pistol with like a seven-inch barrel, you know, revolver. Uh,
2: oh, <laughs> yeah! That's an attention getter, right?
0: Right? 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 Looked <laughs> like a real gun. I said, "Hey,
2: let's go back to the club." <laughs> <laughs>
0: And just at that moment, a car pulled up behind us. You know, the truck stop was right over there, uh-huh. right at the end of at the end of Airway South side the, of, South side of 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, obviously, this car hadn't missed the uh, Airway entrance to the freeway, and it was going down to uh, the Geronimo entrance to the freeway, whatever you know. Yes, and. Uh, they, uh, you could tell they were tourists because they had a, uh, luggage rack on the top of their car that was full of crap, you know, and, you know, it looked like they were, it, they looked like the Jodes, bro. They looked like the Jodes from Grapes of Wrath. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, oh, there's, there's the Jodes from Grapes of Wrath. I wasn't thinking of that. Anyhow, it's all right. Anyhow, I'll walk along with you. <laughs> the guy, the guy, uh, this car stops because obviously there's, you know, our car stopped in the middle of the street and this guy's standing there. This guy runs over to the car. And uh, uh, I can't hear what he's saying, but the guy in the car did not roll down his window, you know? So <laughs> he couldn't hear what he was saying either. <laughs> but uh, I can only imagine what he was saying. And then you saw the. Uh, The guy in the passenger seat, he looked back at us. He looked back at us and he went like this. Telling the driver, to get the hell out of here, man. This is not our problem, you know? (laughs) So, yeah. So, uh, the guy runs around to the other side of the car and starts talking to the driver. And, you know, he's out of our line of sight then, so we don't know what happens. But then the car drives off. And the guy is gone. He's not there anymore. What? What the? What the? F- would he jump on top of their car? With the it car had on? the luggage rack on it. Yeah. Oh. He had hung on to
2: the luggage
0: rack oh. as the car had driven down Airway. <laughs> I was kidding. <guessing>. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The car. The the car made the turn right up there <laughs>
2: next
0: to the Barbara Bassett apartments. <laughs> below the Barbara Bassett apartments, and you could see the guy hanging on to the luggage rack.
2: Damn, that's a commitment, you know. Well, you know, he's a he's a work in progress. Nobody, (laughs) no one understood that.
0: As are we. As are we. I am still a work in progress. I am. uh, Well, I am old enough to be your brother, but I am still a work in process. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that about does it for this episode of El Chicheno presents. Almost live. And we're going to be on... We're going to be in your ear before you know it. Um, thanks so much for listening, and uh, God bless us each and every one. I'd like to thank today's sp- sponsors. Uh, black coffee, Twinkies, golden sponge cake with a cream filling, and water. Water, it's what you are. Okay, thank you. Ciao. We'll see you later. My name is Rich Wright, and I'm here with Fernie G and Ben Ami. And we're signing off for now. Till next time, thank you for coming by. Please stop by again. Later.